The Top 100 Moments in Australian Culture. Presented to you by Hayden and Mitch. No, I can't do this. It's funny. Do you like it? No, I talk over these ridiculous beds constantly. I like it. It's so intense. It sounds like we're at an under 18 rave. That's exactly the vibe we're going for. Now, I'm going to fade it out and we can do an official podcast intro. Well, yeah. Okay, fine. How should we start it? Good evening. No, that sounds like it's an ABC production. (laughs) We could do like, um, 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 this podcast is presented to you by Audible.com. No, we don't have sponsors. Well, we can pretend. We can, true. If if we do, then we'll seem more legit. Right. Have you ever shared a podcast that wasn't sponsored? That's the tea. I don't care if a podcast is or isn't sponsored. It doesn't do anything for me. If they are, it's great. They're making money, and if not, I couldn't kill us. But if it's sponsored, you know that it's got backing, and thus you know that people like it. No, I go by the artwork. If the artwork is legit, oh my God, I'm listening to the podcast. Well, thank God this podcast has an (laughs) excellent artwork, which I made on Google Slides. This isn't even a... (laughs) This is an episode. (laughs) This isn't even a show. What do you mean? Yeah, well, no. it, It Well, it could be a show... Of two episodes Potentially Correct So what we're doing is We're ranking the top 100 moments That shaped Australian culture Yes we are Now this is I mean it's a, You've compiled a majority of the list Yes And I've just texted you Throughout the day Being at work In the shower Going Oh my god Add this Yeah But to be fair We I feel like we have gone Through the past Almost three years Of life together And I would yep. say that A you lot just of say these three You're allowed to round up Well Yes Yeah me as well okay, It's a pandemic year The little wins Well yeah exactly It's felt like seven mm. um but i would say that we like you, everything i put on this list you already knew so it's yeah. ty- like i think we kind of compiled it together even though i did most of the typing listen australia's a young country not much <laughs> has actually happened up to this point and i would go so far as to argue that most of the hundred happened in the last year or so yeah it's definitely the, <laughs> the top 10 are like the last week yeah. <laughs> This is also like an hour sensitive, like something that happened on the way in. Well, like when Mitch and Hayden got McDonald's on the way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of the things is just the six free um, Big Mac cups you get yeah, from McDonald's right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, no, we shouldn't spoil the list. McDonald's no. does make a little mention in the list, but Mac we will not does. bring it up. Clearly yet. my edition. So what? just kick back, relax, listen to two lovebirds count down the top 100 moments that shaped Australian culture. Feel free to write in and let us know if you think we missed anything. Yes, I'm sure we have. Well, the aim of this is for you to be in your car or your home and be thinking, oh my God, remember when that happened? Yeah, yeah. Deep memories that we're unlocking. Yeah, we're trying to get into the nostalgia um, category on Apple Podcasts. We should start because we have a hundred fucking things to get I know, do you think we'll do, do you think we'll do it in one episode? (sighs) Why don't we see, (laughs) maybe because by the time we get to 70, we might be over Yeah, we might be exhausted. Now listen, I'm in the... The Kiss FM studio, so I can, we can do like tweets are coming in. Cute, I like that sound want. effect. We got what is that one? Go again. Is that MSN? Sounds like an error message. Or is that no? That's the original Facebook. Like when Messenger was. Remember Messenger changed its notification and the world went crazy. No. Yes. Okay. A moment in culture history, perhaps a worldwide one, so it will not unfortunately no, be on the list. This is only Australia. Australia. Yes. Do you want music? Because I could add. We got a simple just talking music. Um, this kind of makes it sound like people are stuck listening to us as they go between <laughs> levels 50 and ground floor at the Hilton Hotel. Wow, so a lot of num- like number things I know, well, I'm, I'm a big fan of countdowns, as you know. I know, you're a, when did your countdown obsession start as a baby? Well, I would say, yeah, I would say as a baby, Um, when I was obsessed with rage and video hits. Mm. Uh, we should also say, too, like cultural institutions, which sadly do not make the list today. But um, <laughs> I was very obsessed with them as a kid, and I would love spending my Saturday morning 
morning, Sunday mornings, just str- like watching the top 50 music videos. Agreed. Yeah. And in I order. am a radio announcer, so I count down things. Although yeah. not as much anymore. That's a real old school radio thing. I think we should start. Okay, let's do it. Do we want um like like a classic radio countdown? Do we want sound effects going 100? Because yeah. I've got we've got that. Well, we'll need something to break up the sounds of our voices. Yeah, true. Yeah, I completely agree. Even I'm over myself. Number eight. Oh, she's <laughs> no, she jumped ahead. She's <laughs> she's <laughs> she's an eager beaver. Why is she so happy? Number four. Oh, it's a boy too. Okay, we love her. Do you reckon they're a countdown couple? Number two. Number seven. That number sounds, three. This is all the same person. But number four. Number four is a boy. Oh, so are you? Just, are we just gonna get <laughs> random? We're gonna get random people doing it. I don't like that. Number eleven. Oh, Ooh, that had some bass to it. Hold on. Number eleven. You know what, Mitch? I think Don't all say Mitch. That's so weird. what you want me to call you, baby. No, you know what, baby. Um, no, why don't you um, just switch it up as we go through the countdown? Yeah, I could. One hundred and ninety-nine. Jesus. Oh wow, well, we should have prepared two hundred. <laughs> no. We really should have prepared two hundred. No, we were not ready. Start. I'm going to use the WSFM sweeper because it's nice and it sounds it just it's soothing. One hundred and two. Yeah. Yeah. All demographics can enjoy. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, saying it that, that's good. We've got our countdown guy. Should we start with number 100? Let's do it. All right, let's jump in. This is the start of the 100 moments that shaped Australian culture. Let's begin, Hayden, with... 100. Dr. Dr. Kerry Chance. Yes, we stand her. Oh, we have to. We have no choice. No, but this is the thing. She, Dr. Kerry Chant is just a, a regular doctor that yeah. was going about her doctor ways. <laughs> and then one day, Miss Rona picked up the phone mm-hmm. and said, this is a damn pandemic and we need you to be the face of it. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. And you know what? She's iconic in what she does. She's like an accidental meme every time she's on TV. And people are being so mean to her. She's the equivalent of like a 16-year-old that gets rostered onto night shift at Macca's. Yeah. But then a whole bunch of tradies turn up and he's like, I'm not ready. Yeah. No, can I just say, anyone being mean to Dr. Carrie Chan, how dare you? Yeah. You need to look You need to look in the mirror because imagine if you were thrusted in front of millions of angry, angry Australians yeah, very every stressed. day. A lot of animosity in the air with COVID. Everyone's very worried. Let her be. Maybe and they we, should change her title because health minister insinuates that she just knows. Like, if I wanted to talk to the health minister, I'd go, they'll have the answers. But she doesn't have the answers because there's no answers. Oh, so what? So you want to almost give her demotion? No, <laughs> title change for 18 months. Okay, what would you give her? Oh, uh, uh, Director of COVID. Head of press. <laughs> head of head of hospital head press. Of pre- no, let's make it a bit more glamorous. Like, like Pandemic press. Pen- oh. Yeah. Head of pandemic press. <laughs> I'm thinking of Panda Express. <laughs> no, Which we love. A good friend of the show. Thanks oh, for sponsoring us. Pandemic, Pandem- yeah, pandemic press. Pandem- <laughs> Head of pandemic press. Yeah. Just to rebrand, you know what? She deserves a beer or a holiday after this. I know. I hope she's doing fine. And we should also say um, shout out to Gladys as well. That's a fucking tough gig. Miss Berejiklian. Yeah. Who, yeah. who we will say now does not make the list, unfortunately. Oh, no. But Dr. Carrie oh, Chan does. such a shame because she was... 101. <laughs> Gladys was and she just missed out. Yeah, I know. Sorry. We shouldn't give her a buzz because no. that validates it and we don't want to validate her. Shall we do 99? Let's do it. 99. The, the Gloria, Gloria Jeans Tim, Tim Tam, Tam drink. drink. Oh my god! Cultural reset. I know. Let's discuss. It. Were you a big Gloria Jeans person? No, I was a Wendy's boy. I wouldn't have even put them in the same category. Yeah, Wendy's sha- Wendy's Wendy's ice cream shakes. I know we're really trying to toot Gloria Jeans' horn, but the the Wendy's shakes that had the whole scoop of ice cream yeah, floating yeah. in the top. No, they were Heaven. Wendy's was fucked because I remember my first time ever like 
the first time I was like of a, an age and I was like understanding what was going on and I knew that I had too much of the thick shake yeah. and I was throwing up and I and I just remember thinking to myself oh I'm I've killed myself yes. like I'm going to die from mm-hmm. this thick shake yeah. um, but we should stop talking about Wendy's because they A do not make the list and B we are raining on Gloria Jean's thunder correct, correct. Um, Gloria Jean's I feel like was the shit in high school there was mm. one that was really close to my high school and I would go when I, or like on the days in which I had friends towards the end of the day. <laughs> on did the you have friends on friends. a roster? Well, no, like, because you know how, like, you had different periods at the end of the yeah, day. So, yeah. like, if I if I was hanging out with people, certain people and they were all going to the Lane Cove um, hub, oh, we would all go. Out Lane and, Cove. I know, shout out Lane Cove, good friend of the show. Thanks for sponsoring us. The suburb um, of Lane Cove. The suburb of Lane Cove. Is a good the friend of the show of Lane Cove. that hasn't aired yet. <laughs> anyway, uh, we would go to Gloria Jeans and I would get a lovely Tim Cham drink. And mm. it's very under. I feel like Starbucks's legacy oh, wouldn't yeah. be around without Gloria Jeans paving the way. But we will say it is very sad to see Gloria Jeans um, suffer at the hands of cafe culture. Gloria Jeans, I'll say it once, I'll say it again, needs to rebrand. They did. Did you remember, like? Have you yeah, seen? Yeah, in the- like three. It's like renovating two bathrooms of your seven. Like, what's the fucking point? No, but they, they see, they went down this weird route of, I would almost say, towards a Wendy's, where it's like black and white, kind of 50s diner-esque yeah. aesthetic. Riverdale. Very, ri- they would fit in Riverdale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Laura Jeans would do well overseas, but unfortunately, it's flopping here in Australia, and it, we hate to see it. But we thank the Tim Tam drink. The Tim Tam drink, I will say, it, is a drink that was only consumed between the years seven and nine, pre-alcohol interest. And yeah. from the from the time of day, three PM to four forty. Yeah. No never before. Yeah. And never after. That was actually the opening hours of Gloria Jeans, three yes, PM to four forty. <laughs> and then they all clocked yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. Also, Tim Tam drink, put um clear dome lids on the map. I had never yeah. seen yeah, yeah, a yeah. clear coffee dome lid yeah. before I'd seen a, a, a Gloria Jean's Tim Tam drink. I'd only seen it on The Simpsons when Bart drank his um <gasps> his slushy. Oh my god, what were they called? Slurpees or no, something? Slurp Slurpees. Slurpsy? Yeah. Slopey? And he, yes. Yeah. Anyway, we should stop talking about them we because Slopey's may or may not appear on the list later mm, on. Let's move on to number... 98. Not happy, Jen! A Come great on. phrase. Yellow pages may be dead now, but w- let me tell you, they remain in our public consciousness because of this ad... Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't have to describe the ad. If you haven't seen the ad, Google Not Happy Jan. Yes, because, because we weren't alive when this ad was. Really? I don't think so. Dude, I don't... Me- Dude. Oh. That's disgusting. Sorry. I... <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. What was that? No, no. I think it's because I'm channeling other conversations I've had about this, and it's been towards <laughs> men. Oh. But, um... I, like, do you have much memories with a literal Yellow Pages book? Yeah, I remember that. I, they used to be delivered to the front door and we wouldn't touch them. And they'd just pile up. That's it. Yeah. That's the only memory and I have of them. They, until the next year when they dropped a Yellow Pages book on top of the yeah, other one. Yeah. yeah. And they would never rot. They're like bricks. Yeah. Like they would just sit on top of each other. Right. So they were already going out of fashion when we were younger. So I yeah. guarantee that this ad probably wasn't around when we were. Mm. But shout out to the older people that are listening that remember this ad when it was on TV and not on YouTube, where Agreed. we have looked it up. Also, made us in- invested in ads for once rather than content on television. That was yeah. the first ad that we were like, yeah, we can have fun with this. Companies were like, let's have meetings and let's be fun with our ads. Yeah. No, and I love then, when ads have fun. I agree. Oh, when ads, ha- when ads have fun, sadly. 106. Because <laughs> when ads have fun was so close. I know, it was so oh, close it was so to the close, top. But it didn't make I know, it. it didn't Let's make move on. 97. Two, Two up. up. Have you played? Have I played? I've hosted. 
You've hosted tour yeah. at a pub. Yeah, they get like in the Shire, they get like the local Gregorius, you know, male. And um, and that is, of course, you. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, well, I've only hosted it once, but I've partaken before. Partake, partaken? Before. Um, it's fun. It's just, it's a, it's a good day. Yeah, it, it's a very patriotic day. Yeah. It's a very, very patriotic day. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to The Last Post. Oh, um, my God. I wonder uh, if I we, have that on the system. We'd love to hear that. Probably it is don't. a good... It, did you know The Last Post <laughs> is played um, on a trumpet that doesn't have the little um, thingamajig button? Yeah, it's just your mouth. Yes, and which means that it is possible to play on a trumpet but by just sort of like going for the notes. Yeah, that's how they do it. That's I, how they play. That they do it with. The, they don't do it with the buttons. I know, but isn't that shocking that you can hit all the notes oh, that with are just in your lips. like dun dun. I was oh, gonna go spe- dun, 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 no, but that's not the right one. Especially at the end when there's the yeah yeah yeah. Like they are like they are swinging between notes. But we've all been in a school assembly when oh, I had when, when the oh. trumpetist flops yeah. and it's not no one's here. Who for was it. yours? We all remember our flop trumpetist. Mine I, was my good friend David Ford, lovely man, but he had to play the last post, and there were everyone would laugh. Oh, that's so sad. Do you remember yours? Yeah, it was me. No, <laughs> <laughs> you did. I would know this. I know. I used to play the trumpet. Get out. Yeah, I know. I was very bad at it, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I played saxophone. I have. We have discussed this. You used to play saxophone. Alto. Alto. I tried to move to tenor, and they said, no, you haven't even paid off the alto. I, I just don't... like the glitz of it all. Oh, it's very... The saxophone as well is very dramatic. Sexy. Yeah. And very culturally relevant around the 2014 era when Thrift Shop was popping off. Oh, yeah. And then that Jason Derulo song. Yeah. And Problem by Ariana. Oh, it was a good yeah, year to be yeah. a saxophonist. I think, I guarantee you, hand me a saxophone alto. At this point, and a reed, a moist reed, and I can perform Eye of the Tiger with my eyes closed. Still. Okay, well, if you stick around, maybe you'll hear that. <laughs> no, you definitely won't. Um, <laughs> all right, that was number 97. Let's do 90. 96. Renata, Renata Bliss, Bliss, aka, AKA your freestyle, freestyle dance teacher. teacher. Let me tell you, there are a few vines which live in my head rent free, and this <laughs> is goddamn one of them. What is this- it? I can't remember. Okay, so it is merely a six second clip mm. of what is a YouTuber um, whose oh, name yeah. is Renata Bliss. Great name. And she basically just invites the. Um, she's like where she's like in this like nightclub um, uh, like arena, and she's wearing this <laughs> this tube dress, and she's looking very sexy, and she's. Says, Hi, I'm Renata Bliss, and I'm your freestyle dance teacher. Cut to this chick yeah. just giving, like, serving the most fucked dance moves that wouldn't even make it onto the like set of Step Up Three with the extras. <laughs> yeah. It is very off, but I love it, and I love her energy, and I love that she gives a hundred percent. And her hands are like chop, like karate. Oh chops. yeah, she's ca- karate chopping no, the air. It's, it's too insane. much. But God bless her. I wonder mm. what she's doing now. She's a big unit too. She's very tall. Do you reckon she would have taken advantage of her like virality? She could be big on TikTok now, if in she those wanted days, to. She could. She she still could. If you had a blow up vine, or if you were famous in like the late 2012, 13, and you came back on TikTok, guaranteed to be famous. Yeah, I've seen a few of those people. I've seen so many. Yeah, so many. Yeah, it's the it's the perfect place to. I'm in my mum's car. Brum brum. Remember that girl? <gasps> yes. I saw her on TikTok the other day, and she's like, "If you want to straighten your teeth, bright is right for you." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh, I love. We yeah. love when influencers get their SponCon. We will. We and we we should say that we are open to SponCon deals. If any brands are listening and would like to sponsor this podcast, let us know. Speaking we can, of, it, we can delete and re-upload. Well, we happily will. I'm <laughs> um, speaking of influencers. Ninety five. The, the Babadook, Babadook becomes, becomes a gay, gay icon. icon. Happened. It didn't happen quick enough. Well, I agree. I, I, the fact that it took Netflix to for it to happen is shocking. Do you know the story of this? I think so. I didn't know the Babadook was Australian. That's why they 
they're in the yes, they famously are in this list. Um, um, uh, well, for the for the listeners at home that don't know, basically the Babadook is a gay icon because <laughs> this is an Australian horror movie that found its way onto Netflix, but Netflix accidentally um, added it to the subcategory of. LGBTQI plus films. Accidentally? Well, I don't know. Yes, and I guess yes and no, because <laughs> I A, haven't seen it, so I can't really speak on it, but right. I have a feeling this monster lives in the closet. Oh. Oh. And so if it comes out, I, I mean, mean, I, I mean. Come on. It's come obvious. on. Even if you're not gay and you come out of a closet, you have to be gay. I know. It's like part of your narrative. It's just the rule. It's how it works. Yeah. Babadook. Very, very gay looking though. Loves all black. Drama. The Drama, hands. the hands, the hair, the eyes. Eye bags. All gays are tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. All of us. Famously we tired. We don't sleep. And also, viral. Went viral. A gay loves to go viral. <gasps> Sorry. Just speaking of, do you remember the meme that went around when the Babadook was gay? <laughs> and it was like, the Babadook, oh, the Babadook is one thick beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. see, see that, that Babusi. Yes. <gasps> that unlocked a bit in my brain. Yeah. I um, I downloaded that app to try to do it. It didn't. wasn't as funny. Oh, I did it with a lot of my friends and professors. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was Professor Pussy. Oh, my God. Mitch, we are... Nearly five through, and we have been speaking for so long. Oh Should we God. hurry this up? Yeah, maybe we need to just do 50-50. We split it in the middle. What do you mean? Like, we get to 50, and then let the listeners oh. have a mental break. And yeah, then we can sleep for a, a week and a half, and then come back for the final 50. So, this is going to be a long podcast. Right, let's move let's, on. Let's, let's move on. Let's do two. Mitch gets, gets the call backstage of Camp Orange, Orange in 2009. 2009. I did. I did. Story time, non-clickbait. <laughs> you knew Let's this, go. Though, didn't you? I did know, but I don't really know the story. So please unpack it all for me. I mean, me. clearly I was a Nickelodeon kid. You would have been a Disney boy. I was. Yes. I was a Nick I, kid. It, it, this actually does say a lot about our personalities. Yeah, I wasn't Disney. I really wasn't Disney. I was Because Nickelodeon was like the Fairly Odd Parents. It was the Angry Beavers. It was... The what? The Angry Beavers. See, yeah. You wouldn't know any of this. SpongeBob, well, I also wasn't a Foxtel kid. SpongeBob so was Nickelodeon. Yeah, SpongeBob... Um, I got into it later when when I was able to afford Foxtel at a late age. Um, <laughs> you got into the children's shows. The, well, I got into like the iCarly's, the Victorious's, but I know you like you mean the like uh, Fairly Odd Parents, yeah. the Danny yeah. Phantoms. Yes, the, yes, yes, all yeah. Them. That was me. Um, and the Nick Camp Orange was like it was like Big Brother meets Survivor, but for children. And you'd apply with your best friend, and they would send you on this camp, and it was a reality show. Yeah, and it was like well before reality was a thing, like was big. It was was it like, but it was. It wasn't like psychologically breaking you guys down like I feel survival no, does. Ki- no, these kids were asked about trauma. They were asked whether or were not they really? their sexual experience. No, of course oh they weren't. Oh my god, no, that was like, so fucked. No, it was nothing like that. I think they were slimed but and it, that was as deep as it went. It's more like Wipeout. Yeah, you, it's more like Wipeout. But just like challenge based. Yeah, it was very homoerotic. I remember watching being like, oh wow, like the boys were in the camps with each other. Oh my god. And the I, girls. That's definitely not what they were trying to go for. No, 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 no. Anyway, yeah. Camp Orange was great. So I applied with my then best friend, then, who we met the other day. <laughs> they then. <laughs> no, Mitch. His name is Mitch as well. So it was Mitch and Mitch, which is so funny that I now have another best friend named Mitch. Yeah, cute. Shout out to Mitch Coombs. Mitch we love you. Friend I, was of the show. About, I was talking about um, Mitchell Moses, the famous football player. Oh, of course. It's my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we applied, Mitch and Mitch. Mum shot it, and mum was, you know, my mum, Michelle. Shout out, Michelle. Yeah, couldn't um, hold the camera to save her life. No, 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 no. Filmed on her camcorder on tape and <laughs> she was like we're gonna shrink you down honey i shrunk the mitches and we're like sure. oh that's such a michelle idea so we're like hi i'm mitch and hi i'm mitch and we we want to come to camp orange 
but oh no, we fell. And then we made a full Lego set of our bedroom and we were Lego pieces and we were like claymationing them. We had to move <laughs> a millimetre and like we did a whole performance, a whole claymation, Legomation film and like, oh my God, we love it. That I mean, it sounds amazing. The producer said, we love it. The producer said, I've worked with Martin Scorsese. <laughs> And this is say, nothing Stanley like Kubrick it. Could never. No, it, he, he he was <laughs> blown away. Yeah, I bet. It sounds like an incredible idea. And sadly, they said, um, we, we just need to replace the other Mitch. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't cracking it for the production oh, team. Oh, no. They're like, in fact, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch C, um, too much. 120%. Pull back. The other Mitch, you're at five percent. Oh, so Pull you up. were you were serving too much energy. Well, they, they loved were like, me. Reel it back. From what my mum told me, and then um and then mum sat me down and went, "This is a moment where you can decide to back your friend, or get Arthur, who's in your English class, to come and do it." And oh I'm my like, god, that was a very Devil Wears Prada moment for you, which you basically <laughs> had to it? choose career or friend. Yes, and I chose <laughs> I chose career, and then they already cast, so I didn't get it. So oh fuck, so you you just no, got the I worst chose of both I worlds. chose Mitchell, I chose Mitchell, and oh. then we went to different high schools, and we haven't spoken since. All right, moving on to... 93. The, the Baker's, Baker's Delight, Delight $1 finger bun. Um, yes, the Baker's Delight number number one finger bun. The $1 finger bun. It is number one, though. It is number one mm. for its price alone. Very sweet, very good after-school snack. Yeah. Did you have this heaps? All the time. Cheese and, cheese and olive roll with a finger bun. Yeah. Not big fan of the hundreds and thousands. I like the plain pink frosting, and I'm not a fan of desiccated, desiccated coconut. It goes in your teeth. Yeah. So the plain pink finger bun is an, a win-win. You can never go wrong. Yeah, I agree. Do you know, when was the day in which they brought in the, like, mini pizzas? Oh, I feel I like that became a game. I remember the mini pizzas, and then I remember the scones, when they brought in the blueberry white chocolate scones. Mm. That was it. You love a scone. I love a scone. I was like, this is Emmy, my nan. Shout out Kissy. Shout out Kissy. Claire um, would get the scones <laughs> together, microwave them, put a bit of butter on them. And then the day that Baker's Delight lost me was when they put the little Frankfurts in the rolls. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no that's, one wants that's that. That's trying to be like the um, those little Asian, um, yeah. Asian bakeries. Yeah. Leave yeah. it to them. Leave it to them. They're doing still. it better. Anyway, $1 finger bun. Mm. We love you. I could go on right now. I, anytime. 24 7. Yeah, I know. They are good. I need one. Right, and cheap. One. 92. Triple J bans Taylor Swift from getting on the hottest 100 as if, as if she, she would give a shit. Wow. I remember this day vividly. Do I you? don't. I don't only listen to Kiss 1065. Yes. Shout out to Kiss 1065. Mm. Um, but I remember this day because it was a contentious day because it really did split a lot of people. Now, oh, this yeah. is when Taylor Swift was like. There was a lot of beef with Kanye, so she was Mm. a very controversial figure. Like, Mm. people either really loved her or really hated her, but you were very much, like, on either side. Um, And I guess Triple J thought that they would have had more Kanye listeners in their fan base, so they they just kind of made the decision to be like, well, we've never played her. Why would we play pop whatever, blah, blah, blah? We're not going to include her on her list. Yeah. But, like... Don't you feel fucking stupid now? Oh, yeah. Because Taylor Swift, after Folklore has come out, after Evermore has come out, has proven that she is a like legendary icon who who is critically acclaimed oh. and, and is beloved by all because of her songwriting ability. You don't have to convince me. Tri- J- Taylor doesn't need Triple J. Triple J need Taylor. I know. 
Paul, that's what Reputation was about, apparently. Of being snubbed from Triple J. <laughs> Triple that's J. what I heard. That's what I've heard. I've got friends with Scooter Braun, so I've heard that. 91. Nemo, Nemo Marlin, and Dory put the Great Barrier Reef on the map. map. No one knew where it was previously. No one knew of it. Could have been in Phuket. It could have been in Bali. Yeah. Actually, very close to Bali. Famously, I know. really close Potentially to Bali. Potentially, they have some of it. They almost had it in Papua New Guinea. I'm sure they've got little bits of it. I'm sure they've mm. got really blue water that's connected to the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. But that was a real great moment for Australian culture, finding Nemo. I know. Thank you so much, Pixar. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, thanks for coming to Australia and boosting tourism by filming it here. We really appreciate it. On three. One, two, three. 92 two. Wallaby, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Sydney. That's the dentistry clinic. No, it's not. It's 33 Wallaby Way. 33, is it 33 Wallaby Way? No, 33 Wallaby Way is the address that's on the um, on the goggles. Yeah. I thought it was 92. I oh, think, no, maybe I think that's, that's just what's next on the <laughs> list. <laughs> no, it's number... 90. Untitled, Untitled Goose, Goose Game. Game. Australian nerds. Australian nerds. Shout out to the Australian nerds. We love you. We see you. We hear you. Originally. Great game. Released on Nintendo Switch. I know. Initially, only um, via online. Great. But now you can purchase that at your local EB Games yeah, but store. but only after the success. I know. Well, to be fair, it was a vi- it's a very random game it's, to be yeah. so incredible. It's RPG. Role play game. For the li- in case people don't know. That in case go. you don't know, you essentially are this goose. And your task is to fucking piss everyone off around you. And let yep. me tell you, it's as fun as it sounds. Oh, if I could quack, I would. And I and playing that game allowed do. me to do it. Yeah, it's good. A cultural reset. Thanks, nerds. We've cracked 80. 89. Borders, borders shuts its borders. Oh, I know. I love borders. I, I don't think I, I was really a borders kid. Well, borders to me represented everything because it was the intersection of food I liked and also the entertainment that I consumed because at the borders that I went to in Macquarie Centre shout yeah. out Macquarie Centre love it They're right famously next door, had yeah. a COVID case the other day oh, moving right along oh my god in borders you had a Gloria Jean set up inside there but you also had a CD section DVD section and book section right. in which I had all my favourite pieces of entertainment which I would go look at and then leave I never had a borders I was a Dimmicks in the area well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense because Dimmicks has famously lasted to this day, whereas Borders has has flopped. <laughs> Don't say Borders. Is, they probably own each other too. No. Well, maybe now because they, they've all had to eat each other. True. Let's predict now. If you have a prediction sound effect, feel free to fly oh to, to let it go. Okay. But, um, drum roll. When do we think um, Dimmicks will close forever? It won't. They'll they'll start selling Kindles and. They do. <laughs> yeah, but they'll they'll be digital only. You can scan a QR code. Dimix won't die. Kinnikunu was dead in about a week, I reckon. But other than that, mm. Dimix will, will last forever. I give it three years. Now, who reads books? I bought two books the other day. <laughs> you read books. Well, I like I like to have them. <laughs> yeah. You For like an to- Instagram <laughs> photo. <laughs> I want to be seen re- holding a, a Devil Wears Prada book we and only, not reading it. We only like books if they're signed. T. By the author. That's D. That's D. 88. Ian Thorpe comes out at 37. It is lovely when iconic Australian people are gay. I'll say it. Yeah. And and there are two in this very room. But Ooh. thank you to Ian Thorpe for being gay because we really appreciate it. Look, really went out on a limb. Sports, the industry, 
isn't easy to be gay. Sports, sports comma, the industry. Yeah, sports, the game. <laughs> sports, famously, the exercise. Yeah. It's not easy to come out as gay. Especially no, in not. swimming, where you're in budgie smugglers and all the boys are a bit, yeah, they're like, oh, you're looking at me. Yeah, I know, I know. Poor Ian. God, we hate sport, even though sport does make a few more appearances on this list. Yeah. But Ian Thorpe, very happy that he's gay and very happy that he came out after he got his um, iconic pool that happens to be in the centre of the CBD. Oh, I can only I imagine how much that real estate would be worth. Oh, in the gayest part ever. It's like smack bang in the CBD. I too. know, so close to UTS. Stunning. All right, moving on. 87. The game <gasps> 44, 44 Homes. Did you play this much? Yeah, also a uh, bull rush. Yes, Bull Rush sadly did not make the list. He didn't, no, sadly not. But 44 Homes. 44 Homes, run me through the mechanic. Basically, you all congregate at, <laughs> at point A, and the person counts to 40, like the person who is in, quote unquote, oh, yeah. in, counts to 44, in which you must run away and hide. Yeah. And then once they've count to, counted to 44, they, they will try and like tag You've got people. to get home before you're tagged. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But isn't that just what we're all doing now with the pandemic? We leave for grocery shop. Yeah. And we come back if we get tagged by COVID. Yeah. Some would say COVID was inspired by 44 homes. Some would say that wherever it was made, not saying it was made in the lab, your words are not mine, but I'm just saying (laughs) people think that they're heavily tied. I don't want to put words in your mouth. The Hayden's words, they're not mine. 86. Bunning sausage sizzle. Now, we don't love Bunnings. Oh, we don't mind it. We're not. We're not. We, often we're not there, there often. No. Yeah, we'll say that. We're not. We're not often there, and we are when we and when we are there, we are more often than not looking for things to dry our clothes, mm. aka air dryers. Yeah, because but we, yeah. But uh, we do like going, um, and the sausage sizzle is fun, and we can respect that it's a very important piece of cultural history for everyone else. We're aware that people love it, but the yes. reason you go is because of the sausage sizzle. Yeah. Heaven. And it goes to charity. Does it? Yeah. You can't... The Sausage Sizzle doesn't go back to Bunnings. So The Sausage Sizzle is run by local charities and councils. Who and does it... You book is it, it? So is it always different? Always different. There's a little chalkboard that's like, this is for the local bunnies. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's never for, for, for commercial gain. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on the list. Yeah, true, 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 true. 85. The, the petition, petition for I Still Call Australia, Australia Home to, to Become Our, our National Anthem... anthem. I mean, need we say any more? No, I mean it's a it's a fucking tune. I'm sure you're familiar with it, but in case you are not listener, I've been to cities mm. that never mm. closed down. Well, from New York. To, oh yeah, it really didn't age. No, fucking didn't well age in the well. pandemic because no, they're, they're all. Shut I down. guess this is a Qantas theme song. It is the Qantas theme song. Yeah, some would say. Yeah, when I think of that song, I think of Qantas. And my mum crying. I was crying when the Qantas ads came on. Yeah, my mum always used to uh, point to it and, and, and look at me from her seat on the plane and say, this could have been you. <laughs> what? Yeah, because I was like in choir and like I obviously love singing. This could um, have been this could you. Have been, this could have been me, yeah. Asian parents, high expectations. Did you ever audition for it? No, because I wasn't in the fucking national choir. Fair. I didn't have the ability. You should. You just just will you perform? I've been oh, no, to no, cities. Yeah. <laughs> She's right. Nev- yep. Barnaby, Barnaby Joyce threatens to, to kill, kill Johnny, Johnny Depp's, Depp's dogs. dogs. Pistol and boo. Walk me through this story. You know this story. I do know the story. I I just remembered the video of Johnny Depp and his wife talking about the dogs and, make, and making a very public apology and looking like there was a damn gun to their head there off was. camera. There was a needle. That, let me tell you, that needle was full of venom. And, and, and not the vaccine. No, 
it wasn't Pfizer, it wasn't AstraZeneca, it was dog death. Mm. And Barnaby Joyce, um, he was like the minister of, I don't know what he was, was it? maybe he was deputy PM, but Johnny Depp snuck Pistol and Boo, Bo, Poe, into the country on his private jet and they weren't quarantined. Because they, they could have brought rabies into the country. They could have. Look, you know, yeah, keep him in a cage for a night. Like, mm. do what you got to do. But it was a witch hunt. And Barnaby Joyce wanted to put them down. So then Johnny Depp did an interview in America, like a 60-minute sit-down chat. Then Barnaby Joyce had to do a 60-minute-style sit-down chat. Oh, shit. The drama. Yeah, wow. We're very harsh with um, with bringing stuff in, huh? Oh, God, Into yeah. our country. Oh, they won't even let you bring Amanda in from the US in. You can't they do it. They don't let you bring the, f- the plane on the food home. The, the food on the plane. <laughs> oh, my God. Pistol and bow. Hope you're okay. Thinking of you. Moving on to the, the Oprah, Oprah House. House. A.K.A. the time in which Oprah did a show live from the Opera House. A.K.A. the near death of Hugh Jackman. I know. When he when he flung on a uh, flying fox from the top of the Opera House. Who's straight idea? down to Oprah, but hitting a lighting rig on the way. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Deborah Lee Furness would have been beside herself. That's actually so fucked. Why didn't they run it with, like, a person before they actually did it? They probably did, but... That person would have been shorter than Hugh, maybe? Yeah, maybe not as, like, dense as Hugh. He's a thick, tall man. Yeah. He was was going fucking fast, That was international press. Imagine if Oprah killed Hugh Jackman. Oh, my God. Well, she wouldn't have a damn network. Great TV. She wouldn't have interviewed Megan and Harry. No, she wouldn't. No. No, No, because famously, she'd be in prison. That's exactly right. (laughs) 82. Five, Five sauce, sauce open for Cher Lloyd, you open for Hot Chell Ray. Hot Chell Ray. Now, let me tell you, I put this on the list. Yeah, I was going to say, this is nothing. And I want to shout out any of the listeners that have that went to this exact same concert because it was a fucking cultural reset. Who's now, Hot Chell Ray? Well, let me, I'm getting to it. So, people originally bought mm-hmm. the ticket for... Cher Lloyd, who of course was thriving on the X Factor at the time, She's famous British. for her song Swagger Jagger or Want You Back. But she was opening for Hot Shell Ray, who sing, We're going at it tonight! Tonight! Yes, they had that one song, and, and I yeah. think maybe one more, but I only remember the one. Okay, yep. But to add a little bit of spice to the mix, they had Five Seconds of Summer opening for Hot for (sighs) Cher Lloyd, who at the time were a very unknown band who only had an EP out straight out of Western Sydney. How did Five Sauce get on the stage? Well, because they were just like opening for Cher Lloyd. They wanted another person to open. And it's so funny now that Five Sauce are the ones with the longevity, the Mm. international longevity, even though they were just the local band at the time. The boys from Castle Hill. We love all four of them, and we will say that when Callum's nudes leaked from Snapchat, that was also a cultural reset, but unfortunately does not make the list. No, well, it was famously at, uh, what are we at? 121. Oh, so close, and yet so far, from from the number which we have found Was he of age? I hope he was of age at that point. Well, I wasn't of age at the at the time, oh, so, so, so you're saying okay, it is yeah, fine. Yeah, fair. That cancels it out, I believe. 81. Mm, the, the Red, Red Rooster, Rooster Line. Wow. I mean, if the the army generals in World War One and Two could have divided a nation in the same way that this has, wars <laughs> would have been over in a night. I think you have to explain what the Red Rooster Line is. Famously, depending on what side Famously? of Sydney you live, you will either fall into the Red Rooster region, LGA, or... <laughs> LGA or the Chargold Charlie's LGA. Chargold Charlie's is north of the line. The line starts in Maroubra and it ends, funnily enough, near Castle Hill, near Macquarie Park. It mm. dissects diagonally through Sydney. North of that line, Chargold Charlie's chicken shop. There is not one red, red rooster north of the line. South of the line, there's not one Chargold Charlie's, but there are red roosters. Mm. It's almost as if the marketing teams went, you know what? We're Germany. 
We're Belgium. We're going to draw this border. Do not come into our territory. Do not steam a chicken in this region, and we won't touch yours. Is Are there chances that they are the same company? No, no. Chuckle Charlie's is only been up in the... No, no, definitely not. Okay. No, because Red Rooster is like real fast food. Well, I can't really speak to this because I only remember uh, Red Rooster from when I was very, very, very young when they were in my area before this line was um, drawn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also from airports. So I'm a very yes. much, I'm a Chargirl Charlie, Chargirl Charlie's kid at heart. Oh, I love Chargirl Charlie's. But you didn't have Chargirl Charlie's growing up, did you? Well, I did in high school. Oh, uh, private school alert. Private school alert. Taking you, I'm really taking you to Lane Cove here. Gross. Yeah, I know. We really need to get some cash out of Lane Cove. You know, I know. mentions. I know. Um, all right, you can speak to this, though, as we get to the final number in 80. 80. Kim Kardashian, Kardashian does, does an, an ad, ad for, for Uber Eats. Eats. Funny camp, hilarious. I know. We love the we love the nod to Kath and Kim. I can't even imagine how much money Uber Eats would have paid for this, though. I think it was over a million. Yeah, at least, right? I think I heard it was. She can get whatever she needs. No, and yeah. I guess Uber Eats have the money to spend because they have famously Uber, the ride-sharing app which we all use. Um, they were not in the same room. You know that. Yeah, no, but but it is funny that we took it took some time to work out because yeah. it did they really did make it look like they could have been in the same room. Well, I had Magda on my radio show after that happened and asked her, and she was like, "No, we we're both in the same room." But then it leaked that they weren't. Of course, they weren't. I know there was no eye contact. Yeah, I mean, you can also fake eye contact, but like <laughs> you can true. But, but the idea that Kim Kardashian would would be on a set with a bunch of Australians, yeah, Magda, who didn't yeah. need to be there, yeah, like yeah, no yeah, way, yeah, no, none at all. All right, we've cracked seventy. 79. Cards. Banned in my school. Fuck off, really? But these were banned. There was a domino effect, like communism in the late 90s. In the late 90s? When was it? 30s. I don't know. I'm very stupid. Tarzo cards. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Pokemon cards. Sorry, do you know what I mean by Tarzo cards? Yeah, they were in the chip packets. Yeah, but why have you put them in the same as Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, you're saying there was a domino effect. They were all banned. These sort of collectibles. Why were they banned? Because kids were kids were gambling. <laughs> oh shit! They were really? learning how to gamble, and they were trading things. Oh, interesting. Tarsos are great. What were they in? Smith chips. Yeah, like Smith chips. Did you collect the NRL ones or the Simpsons ones? No, I collected the Simpsons ones and the Pokemon ones. There were Pokemon Tarsos that were holographic. Do you remember them? Oh yeah, I do. But we had a lot of Simpsons at my school. But we mm. just did them with handball, basically, right? Where we we would, we would just scatter the Tarsos mm. all over the um. I was going to say field. The hall. Because <laughs> you were private school. The, no. The, the, the champion grounds. Oh, my God. We the, scattered them on the equestrian field. On the concrete. Mm-hmm. And basically, Lucky like, you. if you just... <laughs> you didn't have concrete at your, your nah. primary school? No. Nah. What did you have? My desk Dirt? was a bale of hay. <laughs> I didn't have a pencil. I had... You had a quill. The, no, because the school burned down. Charcoal. Oh, shit. Sorry. So you were using charcoal on your bale of the hay. The bones of my peers, yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> anyway. Um, Tarzos. Yeah, Tarzos. They define a generation. Yeah. Internationally, too. Not just locally, guys. This is the first one to break international grounds. Tarzos oh. were overseas. Really? Yeah, and they had pogs. Remember pogs? I don't remember pogs. Po- I think pogs were American Tarzos. Okay, makes sense. Look, we're not we're not here to speak on a American culture. We're here to no, speak on Australian absolutely culture. Absolutely not. So ha- we, we shouldn't even brought it up. I'm oh, sorry, my, my fault. Let's move on. <laughs> Seventy-eight. When, when they, they phased out travel tens on buses, aka, AKA the, introduction the introduction of Opal. Opal. Oh, right. When Opal hit pandemonium. That was the original COVID. 
I remembered thinking that this was going to change my life forever for the worse. Because even though it was a lot more convenient, I was very much rigging the system with Travel 10s. Did you catch many buses in the Shire? Never been on one. Do you have buses in the Shire? Shut up. Oh, and I'm the one that went to private school. (laughs) Yeah, because we all live around the corner from a school in the Shire. It's the culture. Yeah, that's tea. Um, So basically, a Travel 10 worked... The the way it worked getting on buses um, pre-Opal was you would have (laughs) this, like, uh, ticket that gave you 10 rides, and you would put the ticket into a machine. It would punch it. It would punch it, and then it would come back out. Oh, wow. Now, the thing is... You could buy uh, travel tens, which were ten rides of something. And if you lived really close to your destination, you would buy one to two sections. If you lived middle of the way, you'd buy three to four sections. And then if you live far away, you would get the five plus sections. Oh, no wonder we invented Opal. I'm fucking over it. I know it was ridiculous. And I lived very far away from the city or where I, yes, wherever I, I was trying to go. So I would be. I would need the five plus sections, but little little me trying to trying to save a, a bit of money. Save a I would buy the one to two sections travel ten, put it in, and then get off at my stop. So I could not cheat the system anymore once Opals required us to tap on and off. And for that reason, it's number seventy eight. I know an iconic moment in cultural history. I used to hate. I only have used to catch trains to and from school. Then I got a car, of course, gifted, um, <laughs> and ad. And I, um, the 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 train ticket machine was such a mind fuck. It was like a giant box, like a cigarette machine or a vending machine. And there was like, I, I'm not gonna lie, I reckon like 37 buttons. Oh yeah, it I would have like Cochrane, Hurstville, Kiralee, Miranda. Oh, I just got a vivid memory of what the little tickets used to look like. They were red, red. and they were kind of smudgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you'd have to press it, then press one way, and you'd have to press no. It was a fuck. Yeah, it was a so fuck. So I'm around. glad. Thank you, Opal. We adore you. And also, shout out to Opal, the, the, the precious gem. Yeah. Na- the namesake of the Opal card. Yeah. And sh- and and speaking of very luxe things. Mm-hmm. Oh. 77. Aesop! We oh! love Aesop! Actually, there's some Aesop hand sanitizer there. Pump it on. Oh, we've been using it. her. Oh. We love Aesop. The king, the, the creator of Australian botanicals. Put them on the market. I know, I know. And isn't it funny that it took some recognition from, from Chris Jenner yeah. to for it to become a, a worldwide phenomenon? But we're very proud of Aesop That's coming, all it takes. being an Australian brand. Yeah, and the packaging hasn't changed because it doesn't, it doesn't need, need to. to. And it's iconic as it is. I have come across many a share house where they are <laughs> using the Aesop uh, bottle but oh, have yeah. filled it. With Palmolive. With, with Dettol. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even Dettol. That shit's expensive. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's the, it's the thank you. But but not, <laughs> so, not as expensive as Aesop. No, very true. We love yeah. you, Aesop. 76. The, the rise, fall, and, and rise again of MasterChef Australia. Australia. I put this one in because where were you? It's like a 9-11 moment. Where were you when you watched the first episode of MasterChef? When you watched the finale, when you watched Julie Goodwin hold that silver platter above her neck and win the first season of MasterChef Australia. Let's talk about this because... Poe should have won. Yes. We all know it. What? Poe. Should have won. Oh, yeah, good. Sorry, I heard Potion of One. And I was like, are we talking about Shrek 2? No. No. I, um, <laughs> I, well, yes, I would like to talk about this because I felt a lot, like a lot of feelings towards Poe because it was the first time I'd ever seen anyone look like my mum on TV. Yes. And I was very much like, what she is cooking seems a lot more towards my. Race aside, they have my, the same haircut. My, like, palate. Yes. Um, so, like, even as a white Shire kid, did you know even then that? Poe should have won. Poe should have won. And I also know now producers that worked on the show, Poe was going to win. But first season in, in Australian territory, yeah. 
Julie Goodwin is the face of Australia. She's white. She's fat. She's Christian. She's a mum. She's a home cook. They yeah. needed that, which is as awful as it is to say, no, for marketing. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and you're right in that, like, the first winner of MasterChef should have been someone that, like, you could just see at home, like, making some food. Yeah, it's Australian. In your, in your classic white Australian oh, um, household. Julie Goodwin, not to take the win away from Julie Goodwin. No, Goodwin. not at all. I'm sure you're you're fine. But, um... It got to be really funny to see her like on an all stars heart and competing against some of these. She's big got dogs. her own radio show in the in oh, Newcastle. Oh, so she's already shoved she's cooking fine. to the damn side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the okay. face of Glad. Like she's doing just fine. Not the queer charity. Glad no, rap. No, no, no. Rap. No, 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 the no. Julie yeah. Goodwin, famously a het. <laughs> oh yeah, Christian het. Um, but no, the, the, this is on the list for the rise, i.e., the Julie Goodwin win, the fall, the th- the big three falling. And then the rise again was, of course, Melissa Andy and Jock. Sorry, no, no, no. We're going to reel it back. The fall was when George Kalambaras did not pay his <laughs> fucking wages of his staff. Yeah, true. <laughs> he was siphoning cash off, although we went to Melbourne when that restaurant was still there. Beautiful food. Oh, yeah, lovely. Gorgeous. And we food. recommend going. But pay- no, it's not there anymore because they de- demolished it like a haunted mansion. Oh, well, sorry. Take mm. our word for it. It was lovely. All right, well, MasterChef will make an appearance later. 75. Rhonda and, and Couture, Couture are, Australia's are Australia's Romeo and Juliet. Yep. Yep. Interracial couple. Yeah. Met on holiday. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. She's a redhead. Insurance. Another yeah. ad that ties back in to the original Not Happy Jan. Yeah. I told you to make another appearance. I have a very uninteresting anecdote about Rhonda. Quickly. I saw her in a uh, Belvoir production play. You said uninteresting? Yeah. yeah. 74. <laughs> the, the Department, Department of, of Education, Education declares, declares Bathurst, Bathurst a compulsory, compulsory excursion. excursion. How do they come up with this? Gold. Greed for gold. Greed for gold. Every child is gold panned in Bathurst in a, in a mud field reservoir. Yeah. Every child is gold and every child is pan. Now, let's talk about... <laughs> no, I don't. That's not accurate. <laughs> let's talk about... How, did you have any vivid memories of um, the Bathurst Just excursion? Just being so jealous that... Nicholas Kyriakos got gold. The tennis player? No, no. My best friend in primary school was Nicholas Kyriakos. Cute. Um, and uh, not Nick Kyrgios. And he got gold. No, I didn't. I was very upset. That's oh, it. I'm but sorry. I remember the Great Aussie Bush Camp, which is now burnt down. Oh. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I think we just had more expensive excursions. No, you went to private Hog- school. You went to Hogwarts Cathedral. No, but I will say, in Bathurst, I have a very distinct memory of something which really fucked with me as a kid. Okay. And basically, I don't know if you, if you went through this, but you were going through this, like, um, this little mini village, which they had, like, rebuilt. It's like um, old-timey Bathurst. Yeah, old-timey things. They were like, this is how we wash clothes. And they're, like, <laughs> fucking putting it in this, like, barrel of, like, Vinegar, dirt water. Right, yeah. Um... And I remember Blood. thinking to myself, oh my God, do they live here? Like, I had a, oh, it, no. I didn't clock that they were acting because they were doing it so fucking convincingly. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like, like we've got to get them some, like, tie Oh, you want to help Yeah, like, I was very much like, what's happening? Yeah. And then I, it hit me years <laughs> later that that was the situation. You, so you went on living your life believing. Yeah. Well, they asked one of my peers at the time, like, are they actually living here? And then they said they didn't know. Because well, so, you, you were 13 years old. Well, yeah, less. <laughs> I was in, uh, this was primary school. I would yeah, have been yeah, a lovely think, 11. <laughs> I think, no, I think year three was when I went to Bathurst. Or maybe it was a year five excursion. Yeah, at year five. You can't trust year threes to, to go, like, that far. I went on a year three camp. To the zoo? Yeah, maybe. Canberra. No, that's a year six one. Yeah, because it is because you study politics. Yeah. 
Anyway, anyway, that that specific excursion may come up on the list later on. Oh, exciting! Seventy-three. Kylie Minogue blocks, blocks Kylie, Kylie Jenner, Jenner from trademarking the name Kylie. And you know what? We support it. Yeah. I really wanted to talk about Kylie Minogue on this list because she really does feel like an iconic piece of Australian yes, cultural history. Yes, but we can't history. speak to the music impact. It's purely her blocking Kylie Jenner. I know. Probably her biggest impact like of her entire career. Imagine Kylie sitting in her Hidden Hills home going, trademark it. Yeah. And Stormy going, I can't understand you. I'm a child. And she's going, oh, yeah, <laughs> Stormy like, don't ask me. Ask your damn lawyer. Yeah. I can't believe that someone can be that self-obsessed that they think that they can trademark a very common name. Mm-hmm. Very shocking. What an idiot. 72. Maccas introduces $1 frozen Cokes and becomes Summer's favourite drink. I remember what where I was when Maccas introduced $1. Oh, this is $1. your 9-11 this is my 9/11 MasterChef moment. Julie Goodwin finale moment. Okay, yeah. tell me where. I was just in a car. <laughs> you know that uh, it's got to be somewhere big. No, well, not really. For it to justify, I was with some friends. We were in a car. We we're on our way home from something, and we went through Macca's drive-through, and yes. they had a one-dollar frozen coke. And I thought to myself, "This is a game changer." No, but it didn't start at one dollar. No, it did. No, it didn't. It did. No, but I, I think it started at like, like, well, if we're gonna go to the to the damn Genesis, it was like eight dollars to at the cinema. Oh, yeah. And, but then at, yeah. like, your 7-Elevens, like, it'd be, like, four. But when Maccas did it, it was, like, one. No, I think 7-Eleven started the slopey trend, and then um, and then uh, McDonald's... Well, McDonald's got the rights to Coke. <laughs> yes, they... Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, because at 7-Eleven, it's cola. Yeah. 71. Showbags! Show we love showbags. We love the Royal Easter show. We love the Sydney one. That's where we, uh, that's where we currently live. We go there every year. Gag magic. That's your... Go- G- give me your top three show bags. Gag. I was just about to yell them. Gag magic. Mm-hmm. Thinking. Trolley. Trolley. It's a good one. There's like a magic one. Yeah, you just said it. Gag magic. Oh yeah. No, there was another one. Like the everything. I think it was like the. It was called everything. Oh. It was called. They ran out of names. No, it was like. It was just had everything in it, like a toy gun and slippers and a big inflatable hammer. Yeah, I like. I tend to. I feel like I can remember it. It's like like what like the big show bag. Yeah, or like something yes. like that. Yeah, it just yeah, kind of yeah, had like yes. all the other miscellaneous toys. Yep, that's exactly yeah. it. I'm gonna Google. Well, you name your three. Um. Well, I will. I instead of naming ones that are currently available or the ones that sort of pop up every year, I'll name the ones that I'll name ones that are tied to experiences for me. FHM. When I was a little boy and and heterosexual at the time, I would I reckon I was twelve and I was there with my mum. I really wanted to get the FHM show back because I thought it was what's so, FHM? The naughty men's magazine with like naked girls. Men's in health. It. The no, the naughty men's magazine that had like boobs on the front, like a zoo magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. Anyway, so straight Hayden was obsessed with the idea of getting. Um, you weren't those, straight. Well, I, I was at the time. You were horny and just jacking off to the women whoa, inside the, whoa, the magazine. Children, listen to this. Uh, tune out, children. Um, anyway, I bought it and then hid it in my like candy show bag. I felt very, very, very naughty. Hold on. So your mum willingly bought it for you, and you still hid no, it. No, I from bought her. it. I asked for money, and then I ran and bought it and Got hid it. it in a different bag. I was Got very, it. very sneaky. Um, other than that, I'm a big fan of the pink show bag, which mm-hmm. pops um, pops up every um, 
couple of years, I'd say. The um, yeah, the pink show. The artist. The artist. Oh. I love when they do music ones because I love music merch at a cheap price, which brings me to my number one show bag, which would be the Spice Girls show bag, yes. which I was not allowed to buy, unfortunately, because I, quote unquote, t- for my mum, had most of the items already. Which she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not at all wrong. And and it, we didn't, it didn't justify the $25 price tag that was slapped on in 98. Generously, I tried to buy it on Gumtree for you about a year ago. I know, very cute. She was like, Eighty dollars. I'm like, get yeah, fucked. fuck off. That has like you have no right to, no. to ask for that much. The chubba chub is disintegrated. The stickers are no longer sticky. I know. I'm not gonna pay that. I don't think I did. Sorry. That's okay. Hey, the mention of pink works well. Seventy. Because pink, pink does, does the, the most, most successful, successful Australian, Australian tour ever. We need to talk about the fact that pink is not that big overseas, and we are the country that treat her like she's the damn queen. I had no idea, and I think my business is to buy him. I think. Kiss- oh, I think kiss kiss is literally. <laughs> The reason why pink has money. Mums and daughters, the demographic of pink. I know. And lesbians. I le- yeah. yeah. Those yeah. three. Do you think gay men like her? I think we like certain eras. The new, the, the greatest showman soundtrack. Brilliant. She's not on that. She is. A million dreams. I'm a world we're gonna make. Um, what tour is are we referencing though? The most recent, the most beautiful trauma tour? No, it wouldn't have been that. Maybe the one right before it. Oh, that wasn't successful because she had severe diarrhea and she had to cancel ten shows in a row. Did she really? Yes, she had severe diarrhea because I was doing a show from the front from the Kudos Bank Arena oh. and they went, the show has been cancelled. Pink has gastro. They wouldn't have announced that. They didn't. That would have been so fucked. Yeah, they said pink is unwell. Um, it would have been like the Funhouse tour or some shit. She would have been on such oh, a high. Funhouse tour. What an yeah. album. And a very solid album. Kiss would have loved it. We, Thanks, Kiss. We still play it. 69. The, the Greater, Greater Union theme song. song. AKA, That's What I Want. No, let's want, sing it. Want. Let's sing it. I want to dance all day. Is that how it starts? I want to escape to the movies. That great reunion. That's what I want, want, want. Maybe we'll just play it. Should we play it? I don't have it. Okay. I can put it in post. Yeah, put it in now. Oh, you adore that. Oh, it's good. Wow. Listening to that live with you right now. <laughs> Shut up. so enjoyable. Anyway, that's what I want. Want, want, want. Famously now replaced by the Telstra <laughs> ad that plays at all cinemas. Dum, 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 dum. What's that song? Oh, it's like, it's like, it's very, it's very, it sounds like Fireflies, but it's Brilliant. not. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Would never listen Fly to facilities. It. It's Fly facilities. It's what it is. Fly facilities. It's Correct. 68. Wonderland. In its heyday. I know. Now it's nothing but bones. I can't believe a theme park can, like, close. I think that's, I know that's a really stupid thing to say, but, like, yeah. the idea that. Dreamworld entered the chat. Well, it, Dreamworld is famously still going and oh, they're no. famously building rides, but Wonderland, like, it obviously must have fucking flopped hard. And, and, and the grown ups who are listening to this can probably tell us why or what the reputation was. I went to Wonderland. Well, Wonderland? I did, but I was very young. And yeah. I would have loved the damn thing. Yeah. I remember Wonderland. I don't remember Wonderland. Because I remember going with the Turners. Shout out to the Turners. You Shout out to the Turners. Turners. Thank the you to the Turners. Turners. We love the Turners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, went to the Turners. And I had this memory of going to Disneyland. Because when we went to Disneyland, I'm like, I could have fucking sworn I've been to Disneyland. <laughs> and you've been to Wonderland. And I hadn't the even... The flop le- of a theme park. <laughs> I hadn't left the country. 
So I'm like, Mum, I've been to Disneyland. She's like, no, you haven't. I was yeah. like, I've been to the Disneyland with the Turners. And she's like, no, that was Wonderland. So I went, oh, so all these memories I have of Disneyland are actually from Wonderland. Right. Because was it Looney Were Tunes? Were there Disney characters there? I think there was. I was. I don't remember. Well, Looney Tunes would have been in um, Movie World, but maybe they had a little shared um, ride situation. Who knows? Anyway, shout out to Wonderland. Sorry I you love flopped. love you. Such a shame that it shut down. I know. Speaking of things that should have shut down. 67. Mathletics. How dare you? Why would you shut down Mathletics? It's the most private school privilege thing ever. That oh, you were able to do mathematics. Well, to be fair, we were doing this in primary school on a shared classroom computer. On a leapfrog pad. We did have them. Did you have leapfrog pads? We did have them. All I ever wanted was a leapfrog pad. I, well, we can get you one. No, it's like an iPad now that's the adult's leapfrog pad. Maybe there's a leapfrog app. That could be cute. That simulates the leapfrog yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had a, you had to have a stylus for a leapfrog. You did, you did. Green one. Yeah. Anyway, Mathletics was very fun. Um, I actually really wanted it to be higher on this list, but something it's something that you didn't relate to, so no. I thought I would have to push it down. I relate to it from the what's the Lindsay Lohan movie? Mean Girls? Because she does Mathletics. No, that's like... like I don't think you know what Mathletics is. But that is Mathletics in Mean Girls. Well, she's doing a maths competition. Yeah, Math Athletics. That's the, that's the part. Well, Mathletics was like this website, basically, where you would go on and we... And the reason why it's on this list is because they had a, a, a an array of games where basically you would go on and you would verse people around the world who this. were trying to um, do the math problems... Um, in real time with you. And the aim was to be the fastest and to, to complete the most in the one minute time period. Anyway, when I was in year five and year six, like the image shoes that we were, we were playing against these kindergartners and adding um, up until up until the number 10. And we're having a lot of fun with it. Oh, it's like Sims, but like you could customize your own character. Well, like, yes. But, but they're a nerd because it was math. Well, you could say it's like fucking Fortnite then. Like, it, mm. you're essentially just this avatar that, like, goes and then and does math problems. Is this it? Yeah, that's it. It doesn't ring any bells. Yeah. Did you have computers in primary school? No, we just had um, slabs of tile. <laughs> and, and, a, and an abacus. <laughs> 66. Oh, the inspired, inspired unemployed. unemployed. I hate him. So do I. 65. Shane Warne gets, gets a, a musical? musical question mark. Does he? So this is a cultural moment which I remember vividly because I, I refused to engage with sport unless it was tied to my interests, which were musicals. Or math athletics. Yes, as we've established in this episode so far. Previously. Yeah. What, what, but it wasn't like at the Lyric Capital Theatre, was it? I don't know. It was know. like a local school production. But it was like, I just feel like I, it was, I saw ads for it. So it would have been on like the backs of taxis or whatever, unless I'm just like making it up and maybe it was like a fucking like uni like musical, which I'm now vaguely remembering. It could have been a TV special. Like it could have been like a Channel 10 one off. It could have been. Anyway, I just find it odd that like he got a musical Good and there were so him. many Australian icons who were on this list that don't have one. Agreed. 64. Brett, Brett Lee, Lee gets, gets a Bollywood, Bollywood film. film? Question mark. Mm. Again, sports star doing something which is random. Like good for him. Yeah, L- like he's he's hot. Diversifying, he's he's hot. diversifying the Bollywood film industry. <laughs> no, with with diversifying his portfolio because he's oh, famously a sportsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you know because he, he was on the Masked Singer? Yes, and I obviously just interview everyone that's ever been on television. Yeah, for my job. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, and did you ask him about the Bollywood film? Yeah. Oh, you did. I asked him about his Bollywood success. Oh, and then we put that on Twitter. Hundred thousand, the most liked thing I've ever Fuck put on off, Twitter. Really? No, yeah. 
yep, we just filmed it and put it up and it got like reshared by like every Indian press outlet that has ever oh, existed. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it got like, it probably got like 100,000 likes and retweets. Brett Bre- right. Lee is a god over there. You know what else is big over there? MasterChef. Oh, yeah, but MasterChef's, like, our MasterChef is big everywhere. Our MasterChef, oh, my God. It's such a shame we couldn't add it on, because when we were rehearsing, it was famously... 175. (laughs) MasterChef being the benchmark for the franchise. Yeah. MasterChef Australia. Yeah. It's the benchmark. I know, I know. We did so well. They show it at the production company. They go, this is what we want. Yeah, because it's super wholesome. And, like, I think Britain ended up trumping us in terms of wholesome content with the Great British Bake Off. But it is, like, we're fucking good at making TV. Gordon Ramsay is the MasterChef judge and host in the UK, and it's not even good. So, you know we're doing something right. They even make all the judges wear cravats now just to get some of that. (laughs) Put it on. Um, All right, let's move on. 63. Harris Farm. Why shop anywhere else when you can shop at Harris Farm? You famously be on on the expensive side. Yeah, I know. So, if you have the money, go for it. It's a splurge shop. Harris Farm is a bougie, luxury experience. It's very much like if you are doing groceries for yourself, you will be going to a Coles or a Woolies or or an Aldi. Friends coming over? Harris Farm. Harris Farm. Oh, uh, uh, your friend just had a baby and you want to drop off some goodies? Harris Farm. Farm. Oh, your mum is coming with you to, to do groceries this time around? Harris Farm. Farm. Haven't got your rent yet and you haven't got the uh, Centrelink payment for the week? Harris. Because you can't afford Harris Farm. I know, but you sometimes you just take the riz. Harris Farm. Harris yeah, Farm. Okay. <laughs> Harris Farm is beautiful. It is gorgeous. And the ambiance. We do love it. I have nothing bad to say about Harris Farm. You know, there's no Harris Farms. It's very similar to the Red Rooster line there's no harris farms um i'd say south of us like the city there's none they don't exist oh, really yep there's not a sutherland shire thing the first harris farm i ever saw was near you and then my sister moved out to mossman there was a harris farm there's one near here at work there's no harris farms north south of the cbd all right 62 mitch's, mitch's appearance, appearance on beauty and the geek. geek i mean look can I just say, I really, really, really love it. And I know I have to love it because I love you yeah, and I'll yeah. always support everything that you do. Contractually But fuck, it was so funny. It was fun. Like, it was like, I had never, I had not laughed that hard at free-to-air TV. No <laughs> shade no shade to free-to-air TV, but I just hadn't laughed that hard at something like that yeah, in a Wally very Dali long time. fell over on the project. That was hilarious. Mm. That was the, I hadn't <gasps> laughed that hard since. Sorry, I just realised we are currently in the room in which they did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The, the beauty was there where you're sitting and I'm sitting in the geek's chair. Yeah. And then Sophie and I are in that. So, look, it was just fun. That's yeah. it. National TV. Got, it was just good. Good wholesome laughter. Yeah. And good to do it with Sophie, who, of course... Iconic friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. Loves, the, loves this show. Yeah. Loves us. Yeah. We love Sophie. We love her so much. And we love her music career, which is apparently... Coming soon. She is coming back. She t- I interviewed her the other day for my... Have I mentioned I've got a radio show? Um, <laughs> I interviewed Sophie and she said that it's coming. They're filming the, f- the music video. Oh, fuck. That's so exciting. Yeah, so it'll be coming soon. 61. When, when Grace, Grace Brothers, Brothers rebranded to Maya. Maya. Huge in my family because my mum and dad met at Grace Brothers. Oh, that's right. Do you want to tell the story? It's oh, very cute. It's very cute. Mum was the boss. Mum had a blossoming career in marketing and, and promotions prior to my father and was like the marketing boss at Grace Brothers in, in Westville Miranda. Dad was an intern and would sticky tape her phone, which at that point was wired, um, underneath her desk and then would call it from his office and she'd be like, my phone's ringing, but where is it? And That's a very Home Alone-esque oh, prank. It's so Disney. Yeah. Very the office. And then he's like, I'm going to go become a pro footballer and then they fell in love. Yeah. But Grace and then the rest is history. 
the rebranding was uh, brilliant. David Jones, of course, the superior department store to shop at in the country. Yes, very, very, very true. But I will say that the rebrand to Maya was um, essential. I felt that the Grace Brothers logo didn't really work. Um, it was very outdated. Who are they? Who, Who are the Grace Brothers? Yeah. I want to know them. Do you reckon Grace are both of their first names or their last name? <laughs> they're twins, both named both Grace. Both Grace. With different last names. Different last names. <laughs> and they're Siamese. <laughs> we know Mario, Luigi. We know their story. You know that Mario and Luigi's last name is Mario? Because they're the Mario brothers. So Mario's mm. name is Mario Mario. No, it's not. I promise you, Google it. No. I To the listener. Please. No, it's not. It's not. It's Luigi and Mario. They're, they're like Madonna and Cher. They don't need surnames. They're, but they have one. Madonna has a surname, but we but it's not also, needed. they don't exist. Peach doesn't have a surname because she's fucking Peach. Um, Peach has a surname, and let me tell you, it's PRC. <laughs> 60. Gay marriage! Thank you for the uh, ability to marry. Took a while. 59. Paddle Pop Instant Wins! I fucked with this shit. This was currency. I put on weight because of this damn promotion. I'm not going to blame it on the Paddle Pops, but... It, I, no, yeah, I think I you should. Because I, to refresh your memory, listener, if you bought a, if they were running this promotion, basically one in six Paddle Pops was, a win. was an instant win where you could just take that Paddle Pop back to the canteen lady and get another one for free. But the weird thing about this, this, this did what Commonwealth, Westpac... <laughs> Uh, yeah. the, the big banks couldn't the big do. Four couldn't big do. Big four. NAB. ANZ. Could not do. Which is? Universal currency. You could have <laughs> bought... You could have bought this paddle pop <laughs> at Albert's Corner Store. Yeah. You could have driven to the Northern Territory. You yeah. walked into a Coles. Famously, what Bitcoin is based off. They were like, they said, That's you what, know what? Paddle pops are a universal currency and yeah. we haven't had a thing since that. Yeah. <laughs> the bit in Bitcoin stands for the bits of ice cream that would wood. melt off. <laughs> The bits of wood that they would engrave. Yeah, that I would use to pick my teeth. Teeth with. Oh, my God. The amount of blood I would cause. I was like, I would hack yeah. my teeth with those paddle pops. Anyway, you could walk to any store and go, hi, I won one. And they wouldn't bat an eyelid. They'd no. be like, go to the freezer and get it. Because it was global currency. Yeah. Thanks to Smith's. Yeah. Brilliant Smith's? branding. Smith's paddle pop. Yeah, Smith's. Streets. Streets. Fuck. The lion. Oh. Well, it's like a red heart. But the lion is their mascot. I don't think they do that anymore. The paddle pop. They couldn't. Anarchy. 58 1-300-06-555-06 The Reading Writing Hotline I don't think I've ever called it No Does it work still? Should we try? Yeah 1-300-06-555 No No 1-300-06-555 Yeah Well She came at O Yeah she did 1-300-06-555-06 You know what we should do We should put this on TikTok And get the little TikTokers To make a cupcake remix to it So it's 1-300-06-555-06 oh! yeah. Also we should say that other iconic um, phone numbers that we were planning on putting on the list but are not, unfortunately, are 1-800-REVERSE. Oh, here we go. Yeah. 1-800-MUM-DAD. It's ringing, so it's got to be around. Maybe not. We are ringing quite late. Hello, you have reached the reading writing hotline. <gasps> we are either on the phone at the moment or you've called out of office hours. Probably so not. please leave your name and your number no. and the area that you're calling from and we will give you a call back as soon we'll as possible. Say, hey, Thanks we'll for calling the hotline. Guys, you do it. 
Hi. Um, this is Mitch. And Hayden. We just want to say we love, love what you do. Keep up the good work. Thank you. They're gone. Now. Oh my god, They've that been. was so nerve-wracking. <laughs> um, amazing to know that they still exist. She was very nice. Oh uh, yeah. I'd come out to her. 57. That, that round the, the twist, twist episode where the guy, guy got, got pregnant from a tree by peeing on it. I have nothing else to say about this because anything that we add to this will just not reach the same level of fuckedness that that episode was. All I will say is the moment I saw that episode, I thought, hmm, that is camp. And the moment I saw the episode, I thought, hmm, I do need Foxtel so I can access yes, this channel. Access it, yeah, correct. Yeah, 56. Correct. Tim, Tim Tams, Tams get a second code. code. Shout out to Double Coat. Tim Tams. The best. The best. The best after the original? Well, or before the original? I think this is a point of contention, right? Because uh, wh- like, what Tim Tams do you go out and buy? Because I would say that if all of the Tim Tam flavors were available to you at a party and you could pick and choose, I would say that number one would be Double Coat and number two would be Chewy, Chewy Caramel. Caramel. But... If it's going for what we just buy the most, chewy I feel caramel. like we buy like yeah, buy chewy, chewy caramel the and most. Can we just say the worst? The oh. Zumbo collection. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want yeah. a red velvet Tim Tam. I'd buy a red velvet cake. The thing is, I would say that I have never really enjoyed one of those like special edition flavors. I never enjoy them except for the Chromatica. Oreos. Yeah, but yeah. That was but culture. That, though. Yeah, that, that was culture. Even, Unfortunately, you, did not make the list. Didn't make the list. <laughs> didn't even make high 100, to be honest. Um, it's, you know what else I hate? Yeah. Complete tangent. Mm. Donuts with stuff on them. Oh, I, I disagree with you Fuck here. off. I don't want an Oreo crumbled on top. I don't want a crunchy shoved in the middle. I don't want a flake on it. I don't want lollies. I want the donut. Here we go. 55. Telstra gets good at TikTok. We did foreshadow this previously. I feel like Telstra have zero right to be good at TikTok, but I guess what comes to mind is their very successful marketing campaign in the early thousands, which was about, um, I don't know if you remember this, but it was like a dad and his son in the car, and the son basically asked his dad, Dad, like, why did they build the Great Wall of China? And he just says, like, it's the rabbits. Yeah, I have it here, here, here. God, this is old. Mm-hmm. This child actor is now Timothy Chamblay. <laughs> no one knows that. No it's one now knows. Jack Pigeon. Why did they make the Great Wall of China? Great voice acting. That dad looks like a dad too. That, that was during the time of Emperor Nazi Goring. <laughs> oh, and, shit. Uh, it was to keep the rabbits out. There's too many rabbits in China. So blokey, so Aussie. Brilliant. So okay, funny. now Daniel will do his talk on China. Oh, God. Funny, Daniel. Funny. Great punchline. Great punchline. Yeah. That's good brilliant. Ad. That's a good skit. Great sketch. They they milked it, though. Oh, yeah, it went they, for too long. It became a franchise. Yeah. Then, then this. This is the new one. Oh, oh my God. I oh feel like God. I'm at the cinema. Excuse me. I think... Sorry, these are our seats. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, Grandpa. Oh, my God. Too much. You ready? You go to the bathroom. This is a story about magic. Get, the, get it chopped up. Sorry. Do you want vanilla or Magic chocolate? isn't Mint. real, Mint. Right? It's a story we tell our kids. A story we all leave behind. Have you behind. seen the show? In adulthood, okay, we change our mind. That was me in the movies. Have you seen the show already? <laughs> I've never seen that to anyone. That's just a crock of shit. Well, good on you, Telstra, for cracking TikTok. Famously, where Hayden works. I know. Well done, Telstra. We love you, Telstra. 54. Jump, jump! Shout out to High Five. I feel like High Five is a very, very important piece of entertainment for me as a kid. But let me tell you, jump, jump. 
very fucking funny. All right, from one show to the next. 53. The Wiggles get, get recast. recast. Not well. Well, I would say it's great that we included an, um, a female because yeah. we needed that. And I love that she's very much the leader. Ranger like, representation. She, yes. She, like, she has her own fucking shtick. Like, she has her, she has, she has her own DVDs. Um, What's her name? Emma. Emma Wiggle. Yeah. Lockie is quite cute. They were married. Yeah, but now they're not. Yeah. So we can say that he's cute. Yeah, but, yeah. wonder what happened there. I actually caught the Wiggles on a like. Oh, this is an awful story. I know, I know. You were there I, when I, he had his heart attack. Yeah, I was there when Greg had the heart when he when he had his heart attack. It was um for the bushfire relief, and it was just basically like, yeah, an awful situation. Yeah, bringing the mood. But it, but they were very lovely before that. And happened. he's made a full recovery. I know. Unlike, I know. Let's celebrate that. Unlike fifty two. Billabong declares bankruptcy in twenty fifteen. Uh, the way you compared Billabong. No, I just said they. Made, Jeff made a full recovery, and Billabong, unlike, Billabong. unlike Billabong, yeah, because they didn't. I know. Bill, you know what Billabong did really well? What? Or is it Quicksilver? Who owns Roxy? Billabong. Billabong. The, you know the Roxy logo. Yeah, it's just two Billabong logos pushed together. Fuck to, off. to make a little heart. Really? Yeah, because the Billabong logo is like a mountain. A, oh a yeah, peak, and then it, they just twist them and put them next to each other, and it becomes a heart. I think the Billabong logo is a wave. Oh, it You're is right, yeah. listener. I would, if you don't know this already, make sure you hit up Google Images and get this up because. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I can't believe I never noticed that. I mean, I was never buying Roxy. 51. Alan, Alan Jones leaves Breakfast, Breakfast Radio. Good riddance. Uh, uh, bye. Great broadcaster. Bye, bestie. Bo- Thank you. A, size, time. a seismic shift in the industry. I know. Some would say. Some would say that an FM station has now usurped the the AM legacy <laughs> because someone had left the AM yes. legacy. Yeah, but you know the tides will change. It'll go back and forth, and and of course pave the way for Ben Fordham, great friend of the great show. Great friend of the show. We we do we do love Ben Fordham. Ben Fordham. Thank great you, Ben Fordham. To myself. Yes, He's and been and good. me through you. Yes, he loves you through yeah. me. Um, and good for Ben. We adore Ben. And a younger demographic in the 2GB audience. Smart. Yeah. But can we just talk about the fact that AM just need to, like, clear the fuck up with their, like, quality? I, I believe that they have all the capacity and the capabilities to be broadcast as clear as rain. Yeah. At, at 4K. Yeah. Just like <laughs> Dab does. Like, yeah. we do. I mean, you can hear me fucking pop a pimple yeah. on my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it sounds like he's in a hurricane. No, yeah. I, I do. I do tend to agree. It does feel like they're doing it on purpose, and I don't know why. Have you heard that famous audio of Alan Jones talking about <laughs> party trucks? And he and he, he references a pinger. And mm. he doesn't... It, I'll play you the audio. It's so good. An ecstasy tablet, or as young people call it, a pinger. <laughs> An ecstasy tablet, or as young people call it, a pinger. A pinger? That's the claymation penguin that we yeah. all used to watch. That's pingu. Sorry. An ecstasy tablet, or as young people call it, a, a pingu. It's just so good. What about? Have you heard the outburst in his studio because it's covered in dust and he attacks his young producer? No, do I, I want to hear it? I agree to undergo the... Oh, there's f***ing dust in this studio. <laughs> You know, if it was bloody John Laws or someone, the whole joint would be cleaned out. Who the fuck is John Laws? It's competition. Oh, okay. Both have gold microphones. It's the whole thing. Can you imagine if he was like, if it was bloody Ben Fordham? Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, we made it. We did it. We went through 50 solid moments in cultural history. Some could have been cut in retrospect. No, I like... No, you know what? 
part of our responsibility is to stand by Agreed. everything on this list. I will say, though, that um, I'm looking at the next 50 and it looks fucking fun. Like, oh, it looks yeah. good. I've got the top 10 in front of me and they're, they're solid, but I do think that we could shuffle them around. Yeah, so if you, if you... You know what? Just let us know. Yeah, DM Comment, us. DM us, do whatever. Basically, just um, have a crack at what you think is going to be on this list or what you think deserves to be on this list. Yeah. Let us know. Things um, that shaped Australian culture. There are things on here which I think can be snubbed and, oh, yeah. and, and, and exchanged. Oh, we're going to get Maccas. We're going to get a $1 frozen Coke, as mentioned at number 37. And we'll <laughs> be enjoying it. And we will we will edit the final 50. Absolutely. We will see you then, guys. Enjoy. And thank you for listening. Thanks we for listening. Appreciate it. We'll see you then. Love you.